It's September 1994. Stephen King had us crawling all night through shit in the Shawshank Redemption. Donkey Kong Country is the biggest game on the SNES and in WCW. It's war games. It's as if Vince McMahon worked in WCW at that time. Uh, but this is episode 285, WCW Fall Brawl 1994. I'm Tyler Fudge. And I'm Travis Fudge. You can support the show by joining our Patreon or donating to the PayPal at thefoderationpodcast at gmail.com. You can stick around for shout-outs at the end of the show. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching The Federation. T-shirts at watermaneuver.net. And not to forget the music by Electric Downfall. You can check him out on YouTube. The guys at work found Mitch's YouTube and seen our clips. Have they? Yeah. I'm just at my computer today. I'm just like typing something. I hear my voice. Yeah. I just look back and Corey's just. <laughs> That's funny. He just asked me, he's like, how do you guys end your show? I was like, we copy Nardwar. He's like, the doot doot loot too. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden I just hear my voice and I hear your voice. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, okay. It's not even the same because, like, I think I've worked with one person that even reacted to our show. Yeah. So that was that one Aspie guy, right? Well, maybe I don't know, but my 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 old boss listened to our show and he listened to List of Hyatt. Oh yeah, and he yeah, thought it yeah. was really really funny, and he's like, "You guys have a lot of chemistry. No wonder you're brothers." And I'm like, "No wonder you're brothers." <laughs> you think it's like, "Oh, you guys are brothers. No wonder you have chemistry." <laughs> that's, you know what I mean? Like that's what you think somebody would say. I may have misworded it, right? I'm way. a little high. I'm it was a while ago. <laughs> it might have been an Aspie person that liked the show too. I can't remember. But anyways, like what I was gonna say is, um, oh Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. So like, oh, I got suplex city limits on my spotify right yeah, my yeah. podcast feed so every now and then if i'm listening to like ah, i like listen to sword and scale when i'm going to sleep okay yeah. every second monday when it comes out i just love it yeah like jim's talks about it all the time too and i've never listened no it's just like that and like it, it's like creepy police police report and like 911 calls and shit like that okay and i'm yeah. in bed and i'm yeah. tired and i'm fucking stoned to shit it's great yeah i, I like it I like I, I, creeped I get out it. going to bed. Yeah. It's nice. I get anyways, that. it's besides the point. I'll wake up at 3 a.m. And lo and behold, fucking Suplex City Limits is like playing on my ears. And I'm like, what the fuck, Tyler? Like, Why is Tyler fuck? talking or, to me? You and like, I yeah. were like one of Jim's ones where like the music's playing in the background. Oh, I'm like, OGMC. I'm like, yeah, is yeah. this like fucking like WWF Warzone or something? <laughs> like, why is there music playing while people are talking? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a new jack match. <laughs> <laughs> it it is weird, like because like especially when you don't expect to hear your own. With no voice. hate, it's just like so abrupt when you wake up and you're like, you got music and people talking, and I'm like, I signed up for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting assaulted on all fronts. Here. Or or when it's like me and you or you you and Jim, it's just like, man, yeah. what fucking world am I in? Uh, am I dreaming about Jim and Tyler? Like, <laughs> why? Yeah. I can't escape these motherfuckers. No, it's, it, but it is, though, like, especially, like, I, like, imagine, like, yourself waking up and hearing yourself talk to yourself. It's like, what? I used to go back and listen to our shows and see, like, what we, what, what really sounds good. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, like kind of narcissistic, but like, whatever. I just wanted to do it for quality control. Well, yeah, yeah. And, no, I get that. I get that. And, There's uh, certain episodes that I don't want to upload to Suplex City Limits feed on the off weeks. Yeah. Because I don't think they're good. Like, like past, like episode 75 and down. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no. 
I don't. Oh, for sure. Unless you're paying us on the Patreon, that's the only way you're going to get to listen to those episodes. Yeah, someday I'll have to go back and listen to like one of the SmackDown Six ones or something. Oh like yeah, that. you know you could I've al- always you, you want to go always, back. You should always upload the the Payback 2016 one, that one that is just like highly regarded, even I though know. we had to record it twice. That's this fucking because Jay Hunter tweeted it out, yeah. right? Like we it was the most downloaded episode of the Federation ever. It'll be the th- and that was the moment I learned I'm never gonna watch a show with Tyler in the same room, not talk about the show until after it, and then do the show stoned and tired, and full on food. Yeah, yeah. Brad, or, say something. You gonna say something? You gonna say something? <laughs> I don't think any of those moments ever made it into no, the episodes. It, 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 I think I added all of those, but that used to happen a lot when we first started. Was like, Travis, you gonna say anything? Like, come on. <laughs> or like I just ramrod you and just talk right over you. Oh well, whatever. You had more important things to say than <laughs> what, whatever I was trying to get across here. Like, oh yeah, let's just ramble. You know, even though I still do. We all do. We all do. Anyways, anywho, uh, no, we're not here to talk about old episodes of the Federation, uh, but we are uh, two months away from uh, the tenth year of the Federation. So uh, 2024 marks the 10th year, so maybe we will talk about old episodes. Much like a road. white girl's birthday, the whole week is her birthday. The whole so week, the this whole, whole year, year is our anniversary. Yes, we will be talking and pumping ourselves up for a whole year. Yeah. Uh, we're already trying to figure out little things to do for that year, uh, just to try to make you it. Get a Joel good Morgan year. back on the show? Uh, I mean, probably not. Um, I mean, like no hate, but no. Does that mean that Rob can't come on? I haven't had Rob on in forever. Yeah. It's been a long time. I don't think that... Who's, who are other old guests? Um, um see. Well, we had Scotty on at one point. Yeah. That would be fun to do a Scotty and Jim episode again. Oh, that was, that was a yeah. ball. That was... It's so hard to get everybody together. It sure is. And I'm sure it's even harder now. Yeah. Everybody's got lives and shit. Oh, man. Well, more, yeah. more things it. going on. You know what more I mean? More things like, going on. At the time, like, my, my life has saved pretty like other than like i working like to more. think i'm pretty flexible yeah. like i i think i can work around anything that's like you know some that that's kind of bullshit actually <laughs> because next week if we were to do the podcast next thursday man holy fuck i'd be working like a 12 hour shift and that'd be oh in. yeah no it, it, it's, it's one of those things where everybody you know you can you can be flexible and still not be available at times you know what i mean like that's 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 totally yes. normal yes. like myself I have a hard time, like, I don't know if saying no is the right thing. Like, I find I always have too much going on. I have a hard time saying no. And then right when the thing that I accepted is about to happen, I'm I like, just I'm not doing this. It's like, man, <laughs> yeah. this is the last thing I want to do now. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I just always feel like I've got too much going on and I just don't have... Oh, time to relax sometimes. I don't want to add any more to my plate. No. But no. if something cool happens, yeah, fuck, man, I'll, I'll make time. Oh, yeah. I'll make oh, time. Yeah. You no. know? It, it would be, but, yeah, with that said, it would be nice to have guys like Scotty and Mitch. and uh, Yeah. Oh, my God, Mitch. Yeah, with the Rob. invasion episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? So, like, and, and you know, get Trox on, because Trox was on an episode as well. Yeah, yeah the good old weird pandemic era of going on the limbo cast and all that kind of stuff. I was never on there. Then do Viva La Jady show. <laughs> Shout out to Viva La Jady. 
yeah, because uh, JD's in the music league, and I want I got a the I use this for because uh, it's not coming next week, so nobody's gonna even know what. Really, it's, yeah. it's not spoiling anything. I still love you, man. <laughs> our uh, uh, our topic right now is songs to put you in a good mood. Yeah, right. And I used uh, I used to be fun by uh, uh, Teen Jesus and oh, the Gene Teasers. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, they're Australian. I was like, I want to see if it's somebody that JD would recognize because they're Australian. Yeah, I just want to see if there's a comment there. So. You know, I'm waiting, JD. I'm waiting. I tried to get him to listen to uh, Smoko by the Chats. And he oh, okay. And he no sold it on me, and I was Did pretty he? sad. Oh, that's a legendary song. Chats are great. Fucking pub feet. Mm. God damn! How can you be from Australia and not like the Chats? Oh, dare we even talk about Amel and the Sniffers? Oh, I love Amel and the Sniffers, that. and you got King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards, yeah. which Teen Jesus and the Gene Teasers. Yeah, King Gizzard. And the little wizard, uh, little wizard, wizard. <laughs> little wizard, uh, Prince Daddy, and the high. Like, there's so many of these bands now. It's just like those names are almost so similar. They're they're like um, in the early 2000s with the 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 bands, <laughs> the yeah. Hives, the Strokes, yeah. yeah, or like in the late 90s with a, a number in their band. You know, oh yeah, even like early nineties. Before four, ninety eight degrees. There's a thing in our music league. Actually, I think it's Jim that does it, where it's like you won't give points to a band that has a number in the name or whatever. Oh, fair. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, no. Uh, we're here again. Ten minutes into the show, we're here to talk about Fall Brawl, nineteen ninety four. Not not everything else, uh, but it was fun nonetheless. Uh, Travis. Travis, the the show opens up with a uh, video of sorts. It's it's nothing, and then we have the national anthem. It's the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, that's different. Fair enough. I, don't... I think the national anthem. Is, well, I don't know. I'm not American. I'm not either. We have one song in Canada, like a fucking rational. And I country. fucking I think I might know it in French still. Oh fuck, I I doubt it myself, but. Oh, Canada, terra de nos aïeux, de l'orang glorieux, ton espoir est un de la paix, que la croix, les de la paix, et la croix. And I forget the rest. Uh, that was a pretty good run, that, though. That was, that was better than I expected. <laughs> Fucking better than I expected, buddy. I could barely still count to ten. <laughs> All right, that was fun. That was, All right, enough potpourri. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Star Spangled Banner though is sung by country music artist Atlantic Records artist Martin Del Rey. He sings this anthem, or shall I say, speeds through it because it is much faster than what that song normally is. It's like, uh, how does that song go? Fucking, I can't even think of it. All I can think of now is O Canada. Uh, God keep our land. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's O Canada, yeah. Anyways, uh, it's uh, he. I looked up, though, to see what he sung, and definitely nothing worthwhile. No. Nothing I would ever want to hear, dare I say, it is shit. Martin Del Rey, you are shit. Wow. <laughs> but though this is the era of WCW where it's very country. 
very dusty driven. Dusty's theme is super country. You think it's Martin Del Rey? Fuck, I don't know. Maybe it's pretty fuck, bad. It's garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. And like, I'm not to get ahead of ourselves, but like, how odd is it to see the Nasty Boys exit? To that shitty country theme. It's just so weird to see that aesthetic leaving to that. No, that, Jesus Christ, man. Like, I find that the wrestling in the the mid-90s is still just stuck, stuck in the 80s, you know? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have these, like, synth-driven theme songs for a group that's, like, driven in, like, heavy metal and shit. Like, okay, you, you got this, like, vignette that they're in, like, a fucking heavy metal dive bar, and then they come out to, like, fucking, I don't know, like, Rush's one fucking electric <laughs> drum album that they put out in the fucking 80s. Like, I don't know, man. It's a little fucking much to me. But what is, um, what is, is Limelight? No. Is it Limelight? Lim- Limelight's, that? um, like, fucking really good rush like hemispheres or something like so that. what's the what's, uh, what's, oh. signals is the album that they go electric. well what's the, what's the single the big single from singles though that's 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 what i'm trying to remember because i was the uh, limelight yeah no it's definitely not it no limelight's a good song yeah, oh it is it's a great song um the single from signals <laughs> That's not a fucking hard one to figure out because I can't. I, I tried it. I got nothing. No. Subdivision, Digital Man. I, I don't know, man. And you got Group Grace Under Pressure, Power Windows. Yeah. Like, I think fucking right up until Presto, they're fucking mm. electric. I know Roll the Bones, I'm pretty sure, is like a, a pretty fucking like in your face album. But So they say from 81 to 89 is the synthesizer oriented era of Rush. And then 89 to 2000, return to guitar-oriented sound. Yes. Yes. To think, they did moving pictures, and they just changed their sound completely. <laughs> they did moving fucking pictures, and they're like, something's wrong here. Let's change. <laughs> is moving... What, what is... Fucking Tom Sawyer, and probably, like, Limelight. Just like, so that, that was the album YYZ, they did? Vital Signs, you know, fucking, like, just... Yeah. So that's, that's the album that came out, and then they're like, we should do electronic. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Highest selling uh, North American band of all time. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, it was Rush. A very, very great Canadian band. It is. And, yeah. and and to think that they sold more than any band in the States. No one can call them underrated with that fact. No. God, no. No, there's nothing underrated about Rush. I Rush think they were underlooked as, they, as a technical band, but like I don't think that they were underrated. I think the 80s hurt their... Um, longevity oh much like metallica where like the 90s like killed their fucking momentum so much that like it took them fucking until like death magnetic it took them until 08 to like get any of their like goodwill back and even still they're so fucking polarized yeah like they had to take like seven years off and have many high publicized fucking bouts with other things to fucking be big again napster alcohol right like some kind of monster. Dave Mustaine's always threaded in there as well. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, no, no. That's uh, that's uh. How did we get on Rush? Ty- oh yeah, the fucking- Tyler. Why is a uh, Bobby Heenan in neck brace? I asked that same question, and I did extensive searching on the internet to find out, and nothing couldn't. couldn't. The only thing that I could find out that links to it, because obviously we all know Bobby Heenan broke his neck in '84, right? Uh, and he cited that as the reason why he left the WWF in 1993. 
uh, just still always having lingering issues with his neck and just wanting a lighter schedule and WWF not allowing it, right? So he goes to WCW, and he's only been there for a bit here. 94 is when he starts. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything with an angle, but Pillman does grab him by the neck that one time. This is 96. Is it? Because they, the search, is it 96? Okay. It's during Loose Canada. I guess so. I guess it is, yeah. Because they they had it in the same paragraph as he debuted, where they're talking about Pillman grabbed him by the neck. Oh, dude, Pillman's drowning in this company right now. Because Steve Austin's on the show. Yeah, because you can't do anything. Yeah, this is the time when, like. I don't know if uh, Bill Watts is, like, under control. I don't think Bill Watts is under control right now. No, 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 because people are diving off, but, like, he can't do anything. Like, they're just not. Brian's just not around. They're just like, nope. Yeah, they don't really fucking... Yeah, they don't do much for him in, like, 94. In 95, they kind of bring him back again, but 94 is a real, like, nothing year for him. 94, he has that match with Liger on... on, 95, he has that match with Liger on Nitro, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 At least they gave him that, I suppose. (laughs) But, yeah, we got a a whole different schedule of uh, opening match. Um, Alumni in this one. A match I feel like I've seen a thousand times, though, in the past. Oh, Johnny B. Bad and Steven Regal? Yeah, man. Um, I used to watch quite a few 95 WCW shows. Okay. Like I watched a lot of pay-per-views from 95, probably as much as they had. And I feel like I've seen this match at least two times. Now, like, not a bad thing. Like, Johnny B. Bad, as we both know, like... Very, very, very good wrestler. Above average mid Carter, you know. Oh well, yeah, like, sorry. Me saying very good can be misconstrued and thinking like he's one of the greatest. Like, he, of all he's times. fucking solid, you know. Yeah. Like he's really solid, and I don't think we have to say anything about fucking Steve. No. Regal. Except what the fuck were you wearing? <laughs> the powdered wig, you mean? I. Uh, <laughs> it, it's so funny because he's wearing this in Pride. Uh, um, in this show here, Fall yeah. Brawl '94. And I do recall as a kid watching SmackDown and uh, mm. Pirate Paul Burchill uh, has a match with a stipulation that uh, if Regal were to lose this match, oh, he, has to wear a powdered wig. he would turn him into a buxom wench. And <laughs> Regal, Regal looked quite quite much like a, like a, a 94 fall brawl buxom wench. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, I find, uh, find the time. Hey, over time, you're, you can grow disdain for things, I guess. Regal was on a lot of drugs, so maybe... Heals all wounds or extends much fetishes. Mm. So maybe at this point in time, he doesn't even remember wearing the powdered wig. Maybe drugs made him like the powdered wig. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Uh, But, uh, no, this match, it does start really slow. There's one thing that I'll... Like, I'll get it out of the way in this match because this is an issue I have with, like, the first three matches while still enjoying the matches... There's a lot of bullshit in all these matches where it's a lot of taking a dive, backing away, talking to your manager, and just, like, lots of lulls where it's like, come on, guys. Like, like I, I know in 94 it's a, different, it's a different brand, and the crowd is eating it up. So, like, who am I to say? But looking at it with 2023 goggles is like, oh, this is a little... This is a little boring to start. You know, I mean, most matches got better as it went on. And so did this one. It, it definitely did. It definitely did. And then we see Barry Darso ringside. It's like, 
Wow. Yeah, and I, I, I do enjoy how Tony Schiavone is playing it off as if he has no fucking clue who Barry Darso is. I know. This unruly fan out here. Oh, uh, it's fucking smash from Demolition. Like, what the fuck? the fucking WWF when this guy was LOD 2.0. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dominatrix LOD and then Repo Man. Yeah, not to mention Repo Man. Yeah. Like, we've all seen his face. Yeah. He's a fucking criminal. Yeah, he's he's going to steal your cars. You know, you know that. Like, can someone start handing out, like, uh, wanted signs of Repo Man out in the crowd so they can realize <laughs> that he's right there in the front row? Cops. He's going to steal someone's gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> steal someone's spot that probably rightfully deserved it more. Oh, um, Don't but... tell fucking Tugboat, man. We might get a new Shockmaster. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I don't like like I can't even think of so like they're they're doing this Barry Darso bullshit, and it's like looking back on it, I was like I can't even think of one program he would have had in WCW. No, I don't know either. Right? Like, like, what? No fucking idea. I'm sure if we were to watch Halloween Havoc, he'd be on it though. Probably, probably. Uh, a so also confused me a little bit. So it's Lord Stephen Regal, right? Yep. But his manager, Sir William. Yeah, well, we know where he got his name. <laughs> right? He, he he was either going to be like, I, oh, so you don't want to call me Steve. Okay, well, I got uh, Dave Taylor, Sir William. William Squire Regal. Squire Dave Regal. Oh. <laughs> Dave Squire Regal? John Paul Levesque. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, you know, I'm a manly man. Oh, sir, <laughs> sir. We've got this song. He, it goes a little something like this. He's a man. <laughs> Fucking guys. It's perfect. Um, But no, uh, Sir William, not William Regal, but Sir William, the manager, almost cost Regal the match. Then Johnny B. Bad would backslide Regal to pick up the victory and become the new television champ. A backslide wins the first match on yep. the show. Yep. And the next match. There's a roll-up, and then fucking so on and so forth. Yeah, well, first, do you want to talk about this whole flair thing? Because, I mean, it, it, it's really threaded throughout this whole show. It is threaded throughout the show. Like, if you want to talk about the whole thing at one You like, want to just wait? No, no. I maybe we just talk about the whole Flair-Hogan thing now. Oh, they, we got the Hogan interview, though, later That's what, on. Well, I was just going to say we could just skip it then and just do it now. I'll right? wait until okay. the Hogan interview. If you want to wait, then, then but yeah, guys. If you're wondering, guys, I tried to give you the meat and potatoes early, but Travis said no. If so, you're wondering where Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan is on this show, oh, the two the two key members of, of this company at this point, you know, the flagship um, stars, you mm-hmm. know, are they wrestling twice in one night? Do or do they have a tag match earlier in the show, and yep. then a world title match in the show? It, are they? Do they have anything to do with the uh, the the match that is War Games? One of the biggest matches WCW ever produced. You know where they could perhaps take a, a lighter match and not have to do as much yep. with uh you know and sell Uber amounts of tickets and pay per view buys. Huge, huge. No, no, they're nope. not. Is Hulk Hogan even in the building? No. Is Ric Flair even in the building? No. Is the WCW fucking title even in the building? No. But yet they're on the show. It's pay-per-view. Yeah. So the reasoning behind this, they're saying Hogan will join us via satellite later on in the match. Um, he got Tanya Harding, basically, by, by a masked mask man. man. And uh, Ric Flair. 
uh, and now is the real world champion. Yes, because so he heard Hogan quit. They're replaying the fucking storyline that they couldn't quite get off the ground in the <laughs> WWF two years prior. Yeah. They're literally replaying it. And, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words. I'll say more when I, when uh, Hulk Hogan's promo comes because, boy, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. There's something else. It's something else. Yeah. I want to say uh, mine, too, because, like, it's it, there's a lot to it. But, uh, yeah. I, you know, like, it's fun to really revel in the shit in the podcast sometime. And, like, I think we're going to have a lot of fun on that one. So, anyways, <laughs> um, Nick Bockwinkle suspended Flair. And, uh, and, boy, is he a bundle of charisma. Yeah, I thought that this guy's just like this legendary, great, fucking charismatic oh promo. Oh, my Christ. I was bored to tears every time he opened his fucking mouth. Yeah. Like, how, like I'm glad you thought the same thing. Cause... Talk about, like, how your standards are so much lower when you don't see anything else. You know, like, in the 70s, you haven't really seen, like, wrestling ever evolve besides for getting out of the carnivals, right? And you're like, wow, this guy uses big words. He's He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He may not have any cadence in his voice. Thank fucking Jesus, Bobby Heenan's with him. Like I, I don't know if maybe we watched seventies Nick Bockwinkle if we would think any different. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But, but at the same time, though, very like, boring. In 1994, is dreadful. I would rather listen to Ricky Steamboat cut a promo. Oh, dude, and that is fucking bad, bad, fucking. News. Terrible. Dude, like, okay, so you've got 1994 Steve Austin, and again, yes, getting a little ahead of ourselves, but when when 94 Steve Austin stands out so much because of his promo, you know what I mean? Like, and they saw nothing in that dude. That dude's promo was awesome. It was amazing. Awesome. Now, is that because Nick and Ricky was the only two things he had there? It definitely helps. But it's not the whole thing. It's, it's just kind of awesome shocking that they didn't see what they had with Steve. Yeah, it is. It really is. The way he sells everything. You know who else they didn't see what they had with them? Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. So we got a Loser Leaves Town matchup next between Kevin Sullivan and his brother Evad. Uh, he's, he's a Hulkamaniac. He's kind of slightly tardy. Can you blame him? Um, and he's taking on Kevin. <laughs> Cactus Isn't Jack. Isn't it his real brother, though? I think so, yeah. Dave Sullivan, I think? Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Dave, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this match, like, blink and you'll miss it. Yes, yes. Uh, they brawl, you know, through the crowd a little bit. It's in the front row, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Uh, fun, you I guess. get uh, a, a big, uh, you know, numerous bumps onto the concrete. Right? Like, yeah, man, it's like Jack's just going right for it. Yeah, he's just like, really this is my last match. Shit, I'm yeah. Gonna, uh, I, I may never be on TV again. Right? Yeah, right. Fuck. Goes right DCW and, and has a great fucking run. But. And, and then is the turning point in the WWF WCW war. The, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It's, it's sweet vindication, mm-hmm. really. It really is. Um, but uh, before we get to the anticlimactic finish of this match, um, if we had a Hall of Fame of weird noises made by wrestlers, Mick Foley would definitely be in there. Fucking insane. It's insane. Just like some of the words that these guys or like <clears throat> idioms or whatever. I don't know what the proper term is. 
term would be for it. He makes that noise so consistently in his career, and yeah. not once did they ever put it in a video game as like a reaction noise. Like in Attitude and Warzone, they're like, Ugh! and they all record their own voice lines, yeah. and we never got a McFoley. He's Dale. Bucket sand. Uh, but no, uh, this would, uh, would would basically, you know, Jack would uh, would hit Dave Sullivan. Uh, he would get then get rolled up and and won. That's it. Just another, again, there's two matches in a row now. It's just a roll up or a fucking body slide. Yeah, and um, just like that, Cactus Jack has gone from WCW. No selling. You know, they just like fucking boom, moving on. Through the crowd. He's gone. Gone. <laughs> Gone, buddy. You'll Gone. have to you'll have to mourn that loss um, through the announcement, or I mean, oh, through the interview. You like this? You like this one? Oh man! So, so there's there's the usuals. I I I'm very familiar with Haku. Very familiar with Colonel Parker. Very familiar with uh, Terry Funk. Not this Terry Funk. This Terry Funk is touched. Like he's just you know what I mean, like. His character is not a cool bad guy anymore. It's I was dropped on my head as a child, kind of. He's a little goofy, yeah. Uh, But that's this WCW though. WCW '94 is a little goofy. Uh, But Bunkhouse Bunk is his name. Is that what it is? Bunkhouse Bunk or Bunkhouse Buck? Buck. Bunkhouse from Boxcar Tennessee is the greasiest human being I've ever seen. He has a devil lock. It is insane. It yeah, is insane. no, he's he's fucking greasy, yeah. dude. Like, I, so that um, we should review it someday. That fucking um, the the match that he has oh, with, with Dustin, Dustin? that yeah. goes, it, it's on the truck. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I you think know, so. like let let's just say, like maybe it'll happen. But anyways, I was introduced to him at a very young age, like downloading WCW shows, and I saw this. And yeah. I'm like, in the actual fuck is this? Yeah, what a, what am I? And now he goes into the same category of useless fucks in wrestling that I'd put Jack Victory in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'd put like the Miz in. Yeah, you know, just Use. like the absolute people that like I don't think contributes a thing yeah. positively to like a wrestling show. Uh, it's not to cut you off. Maybe the Miz was too harsh, but no, no, no. Uh, I was test. watching. <laughs> I was I was watching uh, the challenge and there was uh, they were doing this trivia episode and they're like uh, who did Mike the Miz uh, punch in the uh, challenge roll rules or whatever I'm like God damn this guy's getting shouted out he's like okay cool I guess he is a challenge alumni right and uh, it's just really odd to see it yeah you know what I mean as I, I guess and, and weird too Miz's debut came across on my phone one day it's like why like why Miz's debut now like I don't get it it was garbage <laughs> the Miz was the dog shit at the start when he started hoorah <laughs> fuck I don't if that was his dad his catchphrase he was the Smackdown host he'd be in the crowd and he'd be like oh yeah Smackdown Smackdown everyone give me a hoorah I wonder if he did that in the real world if hoorah <laughs> was his thing in the real world cause like that's why he's a host it's cause he's a he's yeah. a, a a reality star at the time yep. that just really liked wrestling and was vocal about it on the real world yeah um but no, like uh, now though, if anybody though should be given props 
for coming from that shit and then going and becoming world champion is like, goddamn, I guess so. I guess so. Oh man, yeah, I, I have much respect for him. You know, like and guys never hurt. Never hurt. He doesn't do anything of note, but like he's never hurt. But still, like Randy Orton never ever did a goddamn high risk move in his life. You know what I mean? And his neck is thrashed. Well, he's throwing a shoulder out, throwing out trash. <laughs> so. So Brock did give him a pretty nasty elbow that one time. Yes, yes. Brock did fuck him up. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely did. That's that's gross, too. <clears throat> Absolutely. Jim is messaging me. He's like, we're going to listen to uh, the new playlist in Music League if you want to join. He's like, sorry, Jim, I'm recording. You will know. When you listen to this, if you listen to this, the podcast is going to take a really weird turn. If we end up listening to the music league playlist right now, it would. It All right. So anyways, uh, what song matches uh stunning Steve Austin versus Ricky steamboat? Um, 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 a song that is, what can I say? What can I say? Um, have you ever gone on to albums and there's a secret song? Oh, the one where you're like playing it for three minutes, and then there's like a three minute gap for like a fifty second song. Yeah, yeah, like like or or there's even um some I, I think it was my corn follow the leader. There's like ten, like six second tracks. Oh, really? That's that, how you get there? That's just mean. I know. And then this this ma- this match is one of those tracks because it didn't happen. True. Yeah, I, I would say. Um, geez. What, what, what would I say? What would I say? You know, it's like uh, it's like fuckface on on the new Blink Oh, just, just yeah, really just 30 short seconds. Yeah, or born in the USA. It was when I I was very excited when I like looked up the cover and you see Ricky Steamboat and Steve Austin like dope, and then I get to this and I'm like. Fuck. I wrote down, yeah. I got so excited for this for a moment without knowing the card. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't I didn't look up the card. Like, the first two matches are completely foreign to me because I had no idea they were happening. I, uh, I watched uh, the first hour and 15 minutes in one shot, and then I watched the other one in one shot. And yeah. for the first time ever in nine years, I... Um, I, I recorded the show without knowing a single fucking match on the show, except knowing there's war games. Yeah. There. And knowing the time period. So knowing kind of like what to expect. What you're going to see. And I'll tell you what, see. man, like sometimes taking notes is a task. It's a yeah. chore. This was like the most fun I've had doing it. That's Just fair. because I had no fucking clue, man. Yeah. No fucking clue. Was I disappointed halfway through the opening match? Sure. Well, did I fucking hate seeing who? Replaced Ricky Steamboat and the outcome of that match? Yeah, I thought it was fucking dog shit. But you know what I didn't know? I didn't know who replaced him. No. So then I, I had was a literally surprised. I was literally just like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Exactly. Yeah. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. And then you're even regard. more let down because you're expecting something that you're not going to get. And it's just like, oh, it's just Jim Duggan? Sure. <laughs> sure. But then, like, oh, oh, we'll talk more about it. We got that triangle match. And, like, I had no fucking idea what that was even going to be. And no. then it turned out to be what it was. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is not what I expected. No, this is not what I expected. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, good and bad. Good and bad, you know, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, Austin pleading to uh, Nick Bockwinkle and, like, trying to leave the ring. It's so much charisma. 
but this match basically Duggan hits a low shoulder block on on Steve and pins him and gets the win. And they talk how like Steve Austin's the shortest reigning champion of WCW history, uh, which is crazy to think because that probably still stands. And to think like wow. Like, WF just turned fucking Foley into a star. They turned what a joke stunning Steve Austin was into yeah. a star. They didn't turn them into a star. They made themselves stars. Yes, yes. It's like, if we can see anything in WWE right now, they sure as fuck can't really make much from the ground up. No, no. Now, like, there is an argument to be made because, like, I'm in the camp of, like, while Roman Reigns ain't my cup of tea, I understand why he is the number one guy over there. Because, like, that... What he's doing now, that heel work, is pretty good. Right? Like, his heel promos and shit, it's not bad. Some of the stories are pretty good. But, like, it's not my thing. The matches aren't my... Oh, the matches are very formulaic. Yeah, every match is the same. Whether it's a Lucha Libre match or a fucking Strong Style match, it's the same WWE match just with take this move out and put this move in. Oh, you do an elbow drop? Well, take that out, though, because you... like. Because this guy's going to do a shooting star press at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, just... Obviously, that's fake because they're yeah, not allowed to do shooting star Good presses. work aside, he's, like, nothing but a title run because he barely wrestles, right? Like, I think his matches might even mean more if he didn't have the title because we know he's going to fucking win. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. There's, like, there's honestly, instances... Like, like, with the lack of defending and shit like that, it's like... I feel like there's, like, no service being done. It's no, just, I, it's, I get that. But, like, since... And I just mean, like... Sure, the stories haven't been great since WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, the one true big story they had was the Sammy one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure, there's the Jay Well, they caught lighting in a bottle with L.A. Knight, which was... Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, good for him for getting getting over like that, dude. Especially like, at the age he is. Fucking Jesus, yeah. Like he's, what, good 40, for him. 41? Something like that. So, he's, Something like that, yeah. And this is not his first stint in the WWE. No, but because he was in, he was in FCW. Yeah, well, right. I mean, it's like like Ty Dillon probably got his fucking balls touched by Bill Demont. <laughs> that's that's a sight. That's a sight. Uh, but uh, we after the match, the crowd goes insane for Duggan's uh, uh, title win, oh. and then we get a uh, raw raw American promo by Duggan gets cheered. Cheered immensely. Talk shit about Flair. Eric gets booed. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking Flair like you're, country, buddy. You're a fucking dude. You're this. This is WCW. This ain't WWF. Hulk Hogan's my friend. Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. You really. You really like got me some brownie yeah. points for you there. Like yeah. you're Hulk Hogan's friend. You Say no liquor. more. You racist prick. Yeah. You bootlicker. Even though I know that like. No, but Duggan like is the greatest man of all time. Yeah, he's a, very, he's really? a fucking sweetheart. Duggan is the greatest man. And like of the fact that the man's had to go through that much cancer and survive all of that yeah. cancer, despite yeah. you know, I, I'm just not a fan. If you are an all American as a gimmick or a character or anything like that, man, like you've got to do some fucking work for me to like. In I'm the sorry, 80s, it's a different. Yeah, I, I loved know. Duggan as a kid. I'm sure you did, but he's geared for a kid. The Oh, two by four, the goofy look. On I'm sure face. you liked the bo- the bushwhackers in the WF when I you were a kid, them. but like as of as an adult, I think the only thing that we'd be able to withstand is the sheepers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we watched uh, Rumble '92 and seeing the bushwhackers. It's like ah, this is so fucking shit. Yeah, like yeah, it's what was fun. The, what was the, what's the greasy dude with him? Um, Butch and Luke and Jameson. 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 Yeah, he's on the. 
What? Got an idea. Got okay. an idea, Tyler. Um, you can edit it, but um, <laughs> episode that we could do is the Bobby Heenan show from the 80s. What's the Bobby Heenan show? He had a talk show in the 80s. Like, that's that's where Jameson came from. He'd have Jameson on and he'd just make fun of him all the time. Hmm. Because he'd be like a part of the audience or something okay. like that. Okay. No, I, I think I think that's a that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I think we should do that. I agree. All right, cool. Anyways. Uh Hacksaw Jim Duggan, he sucks. Uh we, we get we get some more uh <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just to put sorry. a cherry on Can top. Can I just of that. End, end it with this? Best line of the promo? And god darn flair. <laughs> That's it? And God darn, and Flair. And God darn. God darn, Flair. God darn. Couldn't say God damn it. Couldn't say gosh darn oh, it. No. God darn. Gosh darn it. Gosh, gosh darn. Gosh darn it's even fucking oh, worse than God whiz. darn. Gee oh, whiz. Gee whiz, Flair. Gee willikers, Batman. We get some more uh, American stuff. Oh, dude. Right back to back. Stars and Stripes, which uh, is Buff Bagwell and the Patriot. Honest thoughts? It was. They're a great team. <laughs> yeah and dude you know what so is orndorf and uh, paul roma okay um because so, like pretty wonderful dude dude, dude we fucking just, somebody needs to call pretty deadly and be like hey man give me infringement we got uh we got, i just gotta read off my notes here for the first two lines stars and stripes have the same theme as doug and so this just inter- intertwines when doug and leaves and the stars and stripes enter yeah, yeah. it's true it's true true imagine being a from america gimmick in 2023 imagine like cody tried to do it and it was fucking oh garbage yeah it's not it's not not the time man not the time no america is the heel in the world they're not they're not the baby face you have a better look being a baby face being a pro china man yeah um jeez sorry no but no i don't mean like pro pro gaza I don't know which one Gaza is. I'm staying away. <laughs> I'm staying away from that whole fucking thing because okay. I don't think there's a good one in the bunch. I think they're both bad. Um, historically, uh, they're both at fault. It's just yeah. that Israel Israel's just like really going. Really I just mean I crazy. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. No. I just mean I'm not taking a side. I, I don't because neither side. one of them has done. I don't good have a things. side. I think th- I think the enemy here in, in, is in, Jesus. I was going to say society, but yeah, you get the... You Jesus get the, is the uh, enemy. I was going to really just kind of like positively put a cork in it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, anyway, I, I think mine's true. <laughs> my, my second line is, does Paul have atrophy yet? Yes, he does. Yes, Paul has atrophy. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in there. I was like, I'm not sure of the timeline, but it looks like the atrophy to Orndorff's arm has begun. That right arm. Oh, my goodness. Like, it would get a lot, lot, lot smaller than it is, but it is much smaller than his other arm. It, I thought it was noticeable. very small. Yeah, and you would see that he doesn't do a lot with that arm. Okay, so unpopular opinion time. Okay. Paul Roma is a fucking a killer fucking wrestler. Powerhouse, bro. What the fuck? He's so good. He's so good. Man, I was made yeah. to believe in as a kid. Uh, all because of the, the, the because, wage he made and shit? No, no, like, uh, oh, he was the bad horseman. Motherfucker, Mongo McMichael is the bad oh, horseman. No, yeah, one hundred percent. No who else is a worse horseman than Paul Roma. I don't give a shit. Oli Flair, oh, Oli Anderson. Sorry, Oli Anderson. Oli Flair. <laughs> you want to know another one? You want to know another one? Bring it. Jesus fucking Christ, man! You know who's probably just as good as Paul Roma as a fucking horseman? Dean Malenko, like. Yeah. What the fuck did Dean Malenko do as a horseman? Nothing. He's just a great wrestler. 
That's it. Paul Rumble's a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Um, Fucking Tino Sabatelli over here, man. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. The only thing this guy doesn't have the same as Tino is fucking Mandy Rose. I, guess, I mean, like, I, I, would, I, I can't I would confirm say, or deny. I would say Paul Roma is a much better worker than Tito Sabatelli. Debatable. What? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Jesus. I, I just like, want to see your reaction. I was like, I ain't debating that. It's not even worth a what? debate. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, like, in, in my nose, like, as much as I want to hate this match, it's actually really good. Patriot and Buff work well together, plus Orndorff dancing is a must-see. Yeah, and I, I thought Bagwell is, like, pretty fucking solid, man. For a guy that's very new to the game at this point in time. Yeah. And without having Scotty Riggs as your partner? Yeah. Yeah, like, we all know that was the... Dell can go. Dell was in all Japan. The Duke can yeah. go. Oh, like, yeah. he, oh, he's yeah. fine. The, the commentary is talking about him as if like he's somebody they know. Yes, but then when Bobby says... Right, Tony says, uh, Patriot, he's uh, from the nation's capital. And uh, he says, yet he has the Arkansas accent. <laughs> and I'm like, I hope Tyler has an art of commentary. I don't. That's I fair, don't. yeah. No, because I... Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, we don't do it anymore. Yeah. This is the perfect time to do it because it's Bobby Heenan. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I started watching this and it was way too late yeah. in the week yeah. to do an art of commentary. But as I was going, I was like, oh, I should have done that. I should have done an art of commentary because there's a lot. Makes it really easy when you have Heenan. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when the Patriot and Darso start going at it, I'm just like. What a hot opening program for Darso. No wonder we have no idea what he'd done in WCW. His first program was against Dell fucking Wilkes. And I didn't even know that Dell was in the WCW in the 94. I didn't either. I, like, I didn't know Stars and Stripes was even a fucking team. I didn't even know Pretty Wonderful was a team. Imagine my surprise. Oh, no, oh. no, I imagine my surprise when both of them came up. And I'm like, these are two brand new teams I know I, nothing about. I was fully aware of Pretty Wonderful with Stars and Stripes. No fucking clue, man. Um, I like the uh, in-coordination uh, double cross bodies that Stars and Stripes did. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, uh, pretty- I, li- I liked when uh, Orndorff uh dumped the uh the cooler over Marcus Bagwell and then he was like Hey Marcus have a drink what was it have a drink on me Marcus Alexander Bagman <laughs> just like this is like some kind of like Simpsons one line. I didn't find it funny though he poured that cooler out and there's some motherfucking cans in oh, there. Oh dude yeah yeah that could be something. That yeah. could have been something. Um but no it's it's you know just good match. Good match. The ending was uh, much better than every other ending in this show so far. Because um, you had the whole deal where Patriot thought that Orndorff, I believe, was the legal man. Yeah. But in actuality, it was uh, Buff who was getting pile driven on the floor. Tossed in as fucking Patriot's going out. Buff is going in. Roma pins him. Gets the win. I liked it. Yeah, I'll definitely, um, you know, we... Uh, I've definitely uh, praised uh, Paul Roma, Stars and Stripes. The only person that hasn't gotten any flowers is Paul Ordnorf. I, I, I mean, you know, yeah, he's this '94. He's a guy that I've never gotten into. I don't no. think I've understood his importance yet. That's fair. And I mean, probably just takes the right thing to watch because I've only ever seen him really in like Nitro's in like '96, '95, yeah. right? So it'd be early '80s. And I don't think we're ever gonna really touch the war to settle the score. Like I don't know. Like tell me, like will we ever? That WWF era man is like 
perhaps one of my least favorite eras. Yeah, to watch. I don't like that Old, era. Like 80, but... 80s, 70s WWF is yeah. like really fucking boring. Boring, to me. yeah. It's, it's not good. Um, outside of like getting a. It's like, you know, Killer Bees coming on your TV and being like, oh, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or, or the Hard Foundation. Yeah, or Russo Tito Brothers. Jumping, T- Tito was fine. Tito's you know? fine. Jumping Bomb Angels. Yeah. Really, they're good. Exactly. Um, but uh, outside of that, it's just it's shit. It's Dynamite Kid. No. Dynamite Kid, <laughs> yes. Mask yeah, you'll get, you'll, get, you'll get some glimpses of greatness because Macho Man's there. Course, yeah. Right, so like Macho Man's there, Ricky Steamboat's there at times. Yeah, Ricky's on the first Mania. Yeah, so like there's there's good things about it, but there's too much bullshit before those good things, you know, like meh. Like nineties WWF is still a lot of bullshit too, but uh, it, but it's, it's more fun. Yes. More yes. rambunctious and a little more active. It's got more aloof. things going on to like, and, and, and I wouldn't call it good. So like it's podcast material. You know what I mean? Like that's why I like it. Cause it's stuff we can make fun of. Um, but no, either way, uh, this match is over. We get the, uh, the, the most annoying promo ever, which is, uh, with dusty Rhodes, Dustin and the nasty boys. I hated everything. About this promo. So Dusty just watched Natural Born Killers. Why? What was he saying? Because he fucking... What was he said? Because at the end of his promo, what he says, he says, In the words of Woody Harrelson, (laughs) you ain't seen nothing yet, baby. And I'm like, okay, Natural Born Killers came out in 94. See, I know nothing Dusty said because... Dusty has that lisp, and it is hard to understand at times. He's the nasty dream, baby. But when you've got Jerry Sags yelling throughout the whole promo, it, I was infuriated, dude. So, like, Jerry Sags cuts his promo, and then everybody else goes to talk, and Sags is literally yelling words while they're talking. And it's just like, would you shut the fuck up? He at least tried to settle down for Dusty with some respect. But, like... Dude, like, Nobbs is cutting a promo, and, like, he's annoying as it is, and Jerry just, oh, I was. Does Nobbs look like a lesbian woman to you? He, he does. Yeah. He does. He he looks like your aunt's best friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barb. Like, yeah. He's probably named Barb. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she's always around. Yeah, always. Lives, yeah, lives with your aunt. Smells like cigarettes. Yeah. 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 Cigarettes and baby powder. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, so I, I I agree with you. How dare the Nasty Boys for having one good match with the Steiner Brothers at Halloween Havoc 1990? Or else I would say that you've brought nothing to the fucking wrestling business. <laughs> that match tits. Yes, yes it is. So, yeah. like, man, how dare you guys have that one fucking good match that will forever not tarnish your legacy. Right. And, um... <clears throat> Yeah, God, I don't like the Nasty Boys. I really don't. Like, I never have. Like, it really fucking took me something to fucking like that match when we reviewed yeah. it. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Baby. Dusty Rhodes doesn't help it. Um, so, Vader is in the next two matches. I'm ignoring Vader for now. What do you mean? We All can right. talk about Vader during Sting's match or maybe after it a bit. But we need to talk about the guardian guardian angel. angel and how fuck this is so fucking stupid it is so stupid so like he he goes from being a a, a cop okay prison guard prison guard and and decides that you know he's going to turn his he's going to turn the streets around 
And he joins the guard. Like they allude that he was a security. They allude that he's big boss man. They just don't say big boss man. And that now though, he works with the guardian angels. I'm just like, first I got Mac and fuck or Mac and D in my mind because they do the guardian angels thing with the braids and shit. Yeah. And he's like the beret though. Like in what world is that manly and intimidating for what, wrestling? What about the, what about the truth commission? They all wore berets. They all wore berets. I, I, they were very intimidating. They were very intimidating. But Big Boss Man, Big Boss Man, he, you know what Big Boss Man looks like wearing this jacket and that beret? Okay? Uh. If you took Big Boss Man, you took his facial hair off, yeah. and you, you shrunk him yeah. and put him in a portrait, uh-huh. he just looked like this baby. A little baby? A little baby. little little baby trailer, you know what I mean? Baby like, trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just so stupid. Everything about it. It's like, okay, this guy now wrestles in a t-shirt and track pants. What's the closest thing to a prison guard that's not a cop, but we can get him to Private be? Private Eye. Ooh. Mag- that's what he becomes, Magnum though. RT. He's Magnum Ray Trailer. Oh, it's been taken. Right. Guardian Angels. All right. Sweet. But he does become like a Dick Tracy type guy later on with the like the peacoat and shit. Yeah, and then he joins the NWO. Yeah. Like, okay. And then he's never officially dude kicked out of the MNWO, but never comes back. This dude never had a good gimmick besides for Big Boss Man. It's true. And I'll tell you what. And you know Big Boss Man in the late 90s is better than Big Boss Man in the 80s? Just going to say is that. Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Yeah. yeah, because it took him to become a fucking mean heel yeah. for him to really fucking get it, man. Yeah. And I like, man, that run, that run between Great. 98 and um, 2000. I'm not going to say 2000, 2001 because he did fuck all. Yeah. Uh, but 98 to 99, which was a couple corporations years. henchman. Yeah. Fucking great, man. It was. He's, he, he's a fine worker as a heel. Yeah. As a baby face, I think he's a little too fucking jolly and too much like fucking like Man Mountain Rock or something. And while I will say as a baby face, it is very because like, he didn't do this when he was the heel, but like. The dude's fucking agile. You know what I mean? Like, the dude can move for a big guy. He can run. He can't do anything athletic. He jumps and shit. I mean, like, this guy's like six foot seven, 400 pounds. For that guy to do, like, you know, like some kind of weird insiguri or, like, a running cross body that gets any kind of air at all, you've got to be somewhat agile. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, I, now, is he one of the biggest, better big mans in the business? No. And not it's, even it's, in my consideration. And, and and especially when you're up against Vader. You're, and you you're, don't have a good fucking match with Vader as yeah. a boss fight? Yeah. Dude, I've seen Scott Norton in Vader. I've seen fucking Stan Hansen in Vader. This is not one of those matches. Not at all. No, it's not, but it's your chance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what's the only thing that got me through this match? Was knowing that after we're going to get Sting Invader. We're going to get one of the best views of the early 90s this, in WCW. This, I loved the Sting Invader match. Man. That was a great I match. I tell you what, when I saw that match, I'm like, yeah, no, Sting is the fucking real deal, man. Yeah. So is Vader. But, like, Sting, like, oh, yeah, like, what, what do you got? What do you got for the Guardian Angel? Well, let's talk about the fucking Sting match, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, it's, um, it's, it's, it's tremendous. I fucking loved it. Yeah, like, Vader defeats Guardian Angel. It's a triangle match where, like... So, let's go... Before we get into this thing, what's a triangle match? So, um, it's not what you think. It It's three participants, but it's more like a gauntlet. 
So Vader is the um, unlucky participant that has to face Guardian Angel starting off. Sting, for some reason, I don't know how he uh, gets to face off against the winner. I don't know how they. Yeah, de- I don't uh, know how they determined that. I don't know how they got to the buy either, but they did. So, starting off, uh, the winner of Vader and Guardian Angel will face off against Sting, but there's more. Because it's a 15-minute match, and if no winner is decided in the 15 minutes, they go to uh, sudden death. No, they go to five-minute overtime. Overtime. They go to a five-minute overtime, and then if there's no winner decided in the overtime, there's a sudden death, which is different. I yeah. like the rule. I think it's cool. It's an odd. It's an odd. It was so odd that when they mentioned it, I was like, oh, this match is going to overtime, but it's not going to sudden death. They're just trying to make us think it's going to go to sudden death. And the match is going to end just before overtime's over. I think I was like, "Sudden death is stupid." I'd be more excited for a shootout. So like, <laughs> so like Vader just, just like slap stands off. there, and he like sits, like he stands over by the ropes, and Sting can do whatever he wants to. Him. Yeah. So he just like fucking reams him in the balls, and if he stands up, then he he stays <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, like the whole the the whole um uh, uh what was the phrase they gave it um. Sudden death. Uh, it's literally if you knock your opponent down, you win. It's literally last man standing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Without the ten fall. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's not a very good thing. It's a, I thought it was a unique concept. It's unique. But yeah. Obviously, it's never been done again for reasons. I've, yeah, I've never seen it done again. So yeah, yeah. You but know, like, you know, this match is going. That it's only a fifty-minute time limit, so you're like, you're not there forever. Um, but you knew it was going to an overtime at least at this point point in time. I was like, what the fuck was that? Uh, it's going to overtime and it went sudden death. And then it, did it go to another overtime after that or something? No, like that? no, no. So like somebody won by getting knocked down on their ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, this whole match was about that time. right right because the masked man comes out yeah yes that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. don't yeah. get ahead of yourself pal. right it's right. like the one match we can actually go through i mean like i don't have move by move written <laughs> oh, down oh i mean i don't either right i just mean like man this was a fucking slug fest it was a brawl it vader's punches are terrible. so let's talk about that man the way the fucking sting tall guy he is sting is no fucking small dude no he's a especially in 1994 dude, yeah he's, he's jacked he's, to the gills the way that a six foot fucking five four man i would i would say six foot three six foot four okay yeah. he falls dead in his tracks sideways not even a back bump man he fucking gets hit by the steamroll that is fucking Vader with a lariat, with a fucking punch, with a back elbow. There was many times where I felt bad for Sting. And he'll fall sideways, and then while he's on the ground, multiple times I've seen this, he will fucking mouth, come on, man. <laughs> and I'm like, that's real. Yeah. You know, wrestling is oftentimes very <laughs> fake, but that right there was yeah. fucking real. That the, was real. <laughs> that's, that's how Vader was. Vader was going to hit you hard. And you weren't going to like it. And he didn't give shit. And that's a pro staying dealing with it as opposed to yep. Shawn Michaels who rakes fucking Vader's face and that, makes a big fucking deal of it in the middle of the pay-per-view. What a loser. What a, he's, he's the worst. Um, yeah, because that whole hissy fit that he pulls on, what was it? Uh, it's time? SummerSlam. Right, it is SummerSlam. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's right. They had the Vader theme pay per view. Now you think he had a high profile. Not even match. on there. Not no, he isn't. No, yeah, yeah, on yeah, there, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I thought that as as soon as you said SummerSlam, I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm not going to say he's not on the show, but he's definitely not profiled big. Not even on there. I don't think. No, that's true. Yeah, they dropped the ball with Vader. I mean, look what he was doing in WCW a mere two years. Man, before. I was thinking the same thing. Like I was having a great time with the Sting Vader match. Like Harley Race is a great fucking. Harley Race was the star of the fucking Guardian Angel match. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought he was really fun. He brought something to that side. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, Harley Race is a really good manager in the regard that you're like, oh, man, you don't fuck around with Harley Race. He's a real star. Yeah. And he's fucking in Vader's corner. And he'll punch Vader you in the face. Vader must be the real deal. Vader is the fucking real deal. Yeah. So it just means so much, you know? Like, yeah. it's like Brock and Paul Heyman. Like, it was a great dynamic and, like... Obviously, it's been around for so many fucking years that I don't think it means as much anymore. But well, they're not even together anymore. They're, and they're not. No. Yeah. No, it, it's it's this was one of those matches where uh, where it, it, it's 1994 and everything else on this show is is almost shit when it comes to the work rate. Uh, aside from a couple things here and there, but this is definitely the standout. Oh, like Sting doing a suplex on Vader, man. The pop that that gets. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vader salt miss. Yeah, wow. there was there was a lot of a lot of Vader going up top. You know, Sting going up top. Nobody really capitalizing on it and and getting the 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 upper hand. The psychology of the match is that Sting wants to take Vader down. Yeah, and you Vader know? wants to just eliminate Sting and can't do it. Everything well, he does, Sting just Vader's offense from the top rope is always from a downed opponent. Yeah. So you're just crushing blow. Psychology. Like, yeah. psychologically, like, thinking, like, trying to, like, make sense of it all. But, like, Sting, he's going up top because he needs to fucking down the fucking big mammoth tree of yeah. Vader, right? You, you get you get frustrated. You got to try to do other things that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, Sting of today doing all those dives. is like, I guess he did do dives back in the day. All fucking time, dude. Hey, he, he, yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking stinger, so I love this fucking match. And uh, yeah, I mean, what else? What else you got? Like Sting doing the German on fucking Vader, man. Oh yeah. Like holy mother of God, when he pulled out the German. Uh, I liked when um, Alex Wright. We're talking about <laughs> uh, when Sting hits a Samoan drop on Vader. Heenan says it's like doing squats with a Buick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Bobby Heenan. God bless his soul. I love that guy. Uh, but no, uh, the guardian angel would end up coming down to the ring. Uh, he would distract uh, the ref while the masked man comes out, drops Vader. The ref then turns around, sees Vader on the ground. And... No, wait, no, no, no. Sorry, they swap See, it Sting's around. Sting's on the ground. No, but they, he, uh, Vader gets dropped by Sting. The masked man comes in, drops Sting. Vader gets up. Yes. And the ref. Yeah. And uh, Nick Patrick is the ref, so you knew that from the start, something, oh, yeah, something was going to happen. Because everybody always, like, if there's a match that you're going to get fucked with in, it's in a Nick Patrick match. All right, so. Which honestly is genius for the NWO thing, because you were telling this story for years. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, 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 I know that we're not going to go any further with this story. Um, maybe at another time in another place, we could... Um, we Go could, to Halloween Havoc 94 next oh, year. Oh, we could review Starcade 94, which is where the Masked Man comes in, Tyler. I have a theory. Is the Masked Man Brutus? Black. I was going to say Black Scorpion. I think it's Brutus. You think it's Brother Brutus? They're going to set up the fucking Hulk Hogan Brutus match at fucking Starcade, man. 
That's what they're going to do. That's Star K94, right? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, we're not watching that. <laughs> oh, fuck that. And the winner gets Jimmy Hart. We might as well just do fucking another season of Celebrity Championship Wrestling. Throw Brian Knobs in there, too. Fuck it. Fuck it. Dennis Robbins playing. You want to watch Hulk Hogan's sex tape? I mean. You want to go full OSW and review sex tapes? What sex tape did they review? Sunny Side Up. Oh. Oh. Jay yeah. Hunter says that he almost thought about quitting <coughs> quitting doing the show That's because fair. of it. SCL had the dude on. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so did. what was it like when the farts hit your balls? <laughs> I remember James being like, that bitch got dirty feet, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, she's got real dirty feet now. She's in prison. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. She probably won't, won't see the light of day for a long time. I'm sure she sees the light light of day every day, but uh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. To freely go out in the sun and let that light hit you whenever you want. She no. won't be selling much nudity anymore. I think there was still pictures being sold, but they're just like backlog pictures that she that the, her boyfriend has or something. Like that. Oh my god! I hope that the dude is taking all the money. I hope so too. I hope so too. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great. It'd be great. For fuck. Chris Candido. Yeah, fuck that woman. Um, but no, Mean Gene comes out, and this is when we're going to have our interview between Flair and Hogan via satellite. All so right. This starts off, uh, Gene introduced Hogan, who is home, they say, in this huge gym, which is it's obviously not his gym, because there's like 30 fucking equipment thing pieces you can see there. And they seem to be all the same ones. So why would you need that many as one person? I don't know. Either way, that's non-existent. Uh, it's but, laid out like an office, man. There's like big fucking lights up top and everything. I thought it was like a fucking big workout. I mean, he might have his own gym in his house. Like, that's I, very I, thought, it, I thought the backdrop looked like he was at a gym. Well, it might be his own gym. Yeah. He might own a gym and it might call it home that's because fair. he's probably there more than home. It's <laughs> fair. So it was like it was like Travis Barker when he was like this recording studio. This is my home. I'm here most of the time. It's like right. that makes sense. You're married to a Kardashian. I wouldn't want to be home either. Um, but no, uh, this is not very well timed. Like God bless Hogan. Actually, no, no, no. Fuck all Hogan. Uh, but he uh, he's done some acting at this point in time. Uh, he fails to act as if there's another person on the other line, though, and just barrels through everything he says. It's it's as if he realized I'm not getting paid by the hour. This oh, promo's. I just didn't think that it was actually live. It so, wasn't live. No, but I'm saying like this guy, he's an actor, and you think that he would at least leave some spots where oh. Mean Gene can respond to him because he's talking to Mean Gene. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and of all people, Mean Gene has to talk over him. And of all people, he's going to give time to. He's going to give Mean Gene some time. Right? right? Drinking, buddy. I don't know. Actually, Let me tell you something, Gene. I don't know how much Hogan actually drank. Then he, like, what was it? This Jesus? What was this juice that he had or something? I don't fucking know, this, dude. This. I have no idea. I'm sure he got drunk. I'm, But I have no idea. Anyways. Um, how you going to play Metallica? You know, not drunk. You gotta be doing they something. were alcoholica for a bit. Yeah. And then, then we get fucking Flair on, on a phone call. And at least at this point in time, there's parts in this where I'm just like, okay, they played this off really well. Because they're not talking to each other. You know, there's no way they're talking to each other. Right? Like, Hogan's doing his bit. 
and Flair's doing his bit. They probably have an outline that they're listening. Like, Flair's probably listening to Hogan on the phone. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably an audio recording coming through that phone or something like that. I thought they were both talking to each other. I don't think in real life, like, because... Oh, oh well, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so either for a second. But Flair definitely held it a lot better than fucking Hogan. Oh did. yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. both sides were corny as hell. I, I don't think it had any fucking no. part on this show. If this was a class of champions, yeah, sure, yeah. Why not? And that's the thing. That's why it's so out of place here because it's a pay per view. You've got the main event, and you're doing this. This felt like it was at least ten minutes. It, it felt very long. Right, like very fucking long. All it was was Hogan trying to get Flair to quote unquote unretire, so he can win back the belt that he didn't ever lose. Right, um, Flair's with a bunch of ladies at a club. Uh, Hogan seems to, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I think I have it written down here. Naive, his naivete is shown. When he hears the lady's voice, he's like, oh, you must be his trainer. Right? Blah, 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 blah. No, he's playing it all up. Oh, you think he's playing it all up because he knows that it's just a lady he's going to fuck and that that's his training is fucking? He's joking. He's like, oh, you must be training. You must be training. that's fair. Because Hogan, what is he doing, Tyler? Training. He's, He's lied. He's lied to us all. It's true. He lied to all the Hulkamaniacs. All yep. the Hulkamaniacs, they've been saying, saying their prayers, not for themselves, but for the Hulkster to yep. get better. Yeah, saying that he's got a bum knee. All along, he's been fucking fine. My and knee Tyler, is gone. Rev Earl, my knee is gone. He's got, all this time, he's had a plan to get Flair back in the ring. He's been Stephen fucking King in it, man. He's been dressing <laughs> this all up, making us all fucking bored of this overcompensation of fucking detail. And then in the last fucking moment, we'll finally get it, hey? Yep. In the last fucking moment, you you made us fucking buy this pay-per-view. Guess so what? My knee's not something? hurt, bitch. Not even fucking hurt. You could have been on this show. You could have helped yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. You could have fought yeah. Ric Flair tonight. It's true. Why it's wait true. until Halloween? It's true. You can figure out who that masked man is. Intruder is. Yep, yep. It, it, it's very true. It's very true. Not to forget, too, we must mention Jimmy Hart is with Hulk Hogan this whole time. I think he had a bandana around his neck. He might have. He might have. Yeah. Why does it always look like he's like the woman going out for the Sunday drive? Because he is the woman going out for the Sunday drive. Um, you know what also is <laughs> odd? Uh, the fact that Hogan is on a cell phone, right? Sure, he's got that fuck you WWF money. Rick Flair's on a landline in a, a fucking, fucking bar. Landline in the bar. <laughs> and it's like Rick Flair is the limousine ride jet flying, right? Like uh you can't keep these alligators. Just dealing wheel and deal, but he ain't paying that fucking, fucking, fucking phone bill. I ain't buying no fucking phone bill, bro. Fuck the Nokia's. Um yeah, it's just I thought that was just really weird. Um Did you listen to the Rick Flair interview with Dave and Garrett? No. No, I was like, I I don't need to listen to this shit. My favorite part is because um, he's on there with his um, his business partner who is shilling his energy drink. So he's one of the talks for the most of it, unless it's about wrestling. Yeah. So Garrett's like, so Rick, one question he asked on the show, because I think he realizes that Rick didn't want to talk to him, right? So Rick, one question here. Uh, Garrett here, you know. <laughs> I know you don't know me. My name's Garrett, just so you What know. makes your energy drink different from all the others? And oh. I'm like, oh, what a stupid fucking question to ask Ric Flair. And he's like, the mushrooms. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, 
the and mushroom. The, and then the guy's like, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. We 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 use like the fucking like the coffee mushroom bullshit. Oh, like okay. it's um it's like um cordyceps and shit, oh, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> Rick is like the mushrooms. <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, have you seen him on Kill Tony? Oh, I heard, I heard. Oh dude, you need to see it. He gets very, very upset. Very upset. Very emotional. He's like, he's crying. Oh. And fucking, like, dudes are ripping him apart. Like, he leaves and... What is it? Somebody's like, uh... I says something about... Oh, fucking, they, they bring up his son? When he, he's like, uh, Reed Flair, eh? Reed got off good. Reed got off easy. Not having to deal with this or whatever. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, Flair's like 10 feet away. It's like they really fucking, but like he comes out just obliterated. Yeah, I heard. And just, just the worst fucking interview. Yeah, yeah. Right, and Kill Tony's trying to save it just because, like, he's got a relationship with Ric Flair and stuff, and you see guys are just laughing at him, just being like, "This guy's a fucking weirdo." But yeah, yeah, it, it's it, it's things like that that made me just be like, oh, AEW hired him, really? I'm very surprised by that. And then hearing the interview with Flair too on um on the Observer, he's just all he talks about is like, um, oh, I did this, oh, and then I've partied all night after. And he's like talking about things that happened a year ago. And I'm like, dude, you're like fucking seventy, fucking four, fucking some shit, man. Like, yeah, yeah. like it's not cool anymore. No, no. No, like back in... He's laughing with Dave as if Dave's going to fucking laugh at Ric Flair getting drunk at 74. Yeah. Like and Dave, Dave's only friends with him because he's a mark for him. Right? Like, childhood hero. Yeah. Childhood hero. Yeah, that's all it is. Not Met his hero. idol and he liked his idol because his idol was yeah. Ric Flair. And yeah. he's, Ric Flair is a people person, right? He's not yeah. fucking... If you're going to talk Ric Flair up, guess what? He's your friend. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's not get into the psychology <coughs> that is Ric Flair's sad fucking personal Existence. life. Yeah. No. No. That's true. Uh, let's uh, let's get into uh, war games then. Actually, you know what? Before we go, Nick Bakamiko comes out and he makes the match official, but it's going to be in a cage match. And Mean Gene's reaction to this is amazing. What are you smoking, Nick? You can't put those two guys in a cage. They'll kill each other. And I was just like, fuck me, G-Man. You're making me believe. You're, you're so convincing. What are you smoking, Nick? I fucking loved it. Oh, I love it. I love it. So uh, when's Vader getting his shot, huh? So, like, they just booked next month's main event? They do a... Uh, Vader they, fucking wins a number one contendership. Vader and Hogan have a feud in 95. In, yeah, in 95. In the summer... Oh really? Oh, fair enough. Then I don't know. I don't know when. In ninety five, this is nineteen ninety four. Yeah, but it, I suppose I. There's you know, probably like two I will more say, clash of champions. I will. I will say, I went into this thinking I picked this because I was like fall brawl. This takes place in November. Oh. Yeah, no. No, this is September. No. <laughs> if you wanted to do a November show, we'd it, be doing World War Three. Yeah, in ninety four. No, in ninety five. No. I don't think they had a... They 90, have, 95 to 2000, I they think. They might have had a two, uh, November pay-per-view in 94. Nope, they didn't. No, they expanded in 95. with yeah. uncensored. Because they do September, October, De- December, Spring Stampede in March. Spring Stampede's in uh, May. Is it May? Yeah, uncensored um, would have been the March one. Okay, because they were doing... Slambury. Yeah, Slambury. 
Slamboree's when, though? That's like March. Okay. I think yeah. Slamboree's uh, March, uh, Uncensored's uns- April. Yeah, okay. Spring Stampede's May, Bash of the Beast is June. They were basically no, doing... Oh, Bash of the Beast is July? Uh, no, Great American Bash is July. Great American Bash is... July. June, isn't it? No, because it's... I think July Great 4th. American Bash is June. Because July 4th. It's before July 4th. Yeah. It's before July 4th. Uh, yeah, And then Bash of the Beach right. is mid-July. Yeah, you're probably right. And Hog Wild. Great American Bash does come before Bash at the Beach. So it's June. Yeah, it's June. But no. But they're probably doing the tour. That's probably where it came from, because they're probably doing the Great American Bash tour from June to fucking July for, like, Independence Day. Let's see. Let's let's put this to rest. <laughs> Uh, 1994 World Championship Wrestling Pay-Per-View events. Uh, Super Brawl. Super Brawl. We forgot about Super Brawl, which would be in February. Uh, yep, February. Spring Stampede, which is in April. April, okay. Slamboree is in May. They didn't have... May. Yeah, yeah. Slamboree is in May. Bash at the Beach is in July. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. They didn't have a Great American Bash. They didn't have Great American Bash in 94? No. What? Uh, 94, though, they they do when worlds collide. Oh, yeah. They did that in November. So like, they did they did four straight pay-per-views at the end of December. Yeah, very... Uh, no, we've, we've reviewed when worlds collide, yeah. so... Uncensored debuts in 95. Uh, Great American Bash comes back, and it's in uh, June. You're correct. Uh, collision in Korea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. World War Three debuts in '95 as well. So '95 is the year they expanded. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then '96 they would go to like twelve pay per views a year. I'm I'm quite sure with Hog, well, with Hog Wild. And... Yeah, because like you don't have the When Worlds Collide or the uh, Collision in Korea pay per views to. No. No. Yeah, no. Which... You wouldn't have any cross branding. I, I don't think Collision in Korea was even a pay per view though, wasn't it? No. Why was it a pay-per-view list? It's just Wikipedia, man. Like, I guess. There's always errors, right? But anyways, War Games. Um, I don't want to talk about the fucking 10-minute long fucking promo package that happened at the beginning. That was stupid. Yeah, the, I, the bar thing was interesting, though. It caught my eye. That's a really cool uh, setup. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I was like, like in 94, Sometimes WCW has the ambition to do something like that, and it yeah. either is terrible. Yeah. Or it's like okay, okay. It's never great. No, never. No. But no, and they wouldn't do this stuff. The beach stuff for Beach Blast. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's or the Tony Schiavone and the the trick or treaters. Yeah, which is the best one. Yeah. There is no better no. WCW like niche fucking video package that they've ever done better than that one. What are you looking for, Tyler? Like, lighter. Um. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no. My lighter was a doggy style lighter. It's, I don't know. Sue me. Uh, but yeah, no. There's a 10 minute long video package that's garbage. Uh, this is Dusty's return to the ring, I guess. From how long though? Since he probably left WWF. Yeah, probably. Fair. Fair. You would go to WCW or ECW shortly after this. <laughs> like 99. That's that late? Yeah, man. It's a long time. I Steve Carino? Yeah, Steve Carino. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. 
You're right. No, you're right. Yeah, no, he's in WCW, like, until then. He does, yeah, commentary for the most part. Which is, like, so odd, man. Like, Dusty's in WCW all this time. And then, like, Cody's story is, like, Dusty was broke going to ECW and stuff like that. And it's like, like, what moves did your fucking dad make, dude? Yeah. Like, what in the fuck? What money did he owe? How badly did he spend that money? Yeah. I don't want to say anything ill, but like, like, dude, what kind of story is that? Yeah, like, yeah. give me a break. What What's the real reason why he was so broke? Yes. Um, but uh, this match is garbage. I fucking hated it. It's the worst board games I've ever seen. That's why I picked. But you it, know what? It is known as the worst. We have war not games. seen some of those like late war games. With um like ninety eight war games, oh. we have seen um I think we watched ninety six and ninety seven, mm-hmm. yeah, which were pretty bad, not great with the NWO. There, this this hot take there's there isn't a good war games in the nineties forward. You know what? And I, they're probably, I, think, I think the war games is a very overrated match. Yeah, I think that it's so formulaic. Yeah, it doesn't get good until the last five minutes. And the last five minutes aren't that good anyway. Because there's no pinfall. You're it's so just... fucking self-contained, man. Yeah. Like, I've seen Lethal Lockdowns. Better. Better yeah. than most war games. Yeah. yeah. The the WWE war games are pretty good. They're better because uh, they don't have the top. Yeah, and, and, and there's a pinfall. You can pin, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, right? I think you can pin And somebody. it's not Dusty booking for himself. No. And Blood and Guts in AEW is decent. Yes. Um... I think it's my least favorite um, thing to look forward to when it comes That's to their fair. special occasions. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, it's still a fun match. I think the whole thing's like, fu- I think the hype's better than the match. The hype is always like, oh man, these people hate each other. And like, you always yeah. get really good pull aparts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. But yeah. No, it's true. But no, uh, yeah. Little things that I was like, oh, I don't recall this being a thing before. The coin toss for who gets the uh, advantage happening after the f- first five minutes of the match. I was like, really? That's new. Why are you doing that then? And then the ref loses the fucking coin. I'm like, fuck yes. I thought that Dusty created this match. I think he did in the 80s. Didn't he? That's what I thought. Yeah. But like, uh, it's just weird that little things would change over time and I don't think that would be a part of it for very long. Um no uh, and, and in in the match itself the really only thing of note that I took away from it was that uh God, you know, thank thank Jesus Terry Funk is still alive. Cuz that fucking pile driver that he took in the middle between the two rings was fucking brutal. Like I thought he was going to die. Terry Funk's dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was about to say, like, dude, this is pretty recent. Man. That's sad. <laughs> that's sad. Not from the pile driver. <laughs> no, not from the pile driver. He lived a long, good life. Could have lived a couple more years, but he lived a long, good life. Yeah, if he didn't take that pile driver, he'd probably be alive until, like, tomorrow. Really? <laughs> but, like, he takes that pile driver. Until just... tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting it. Um, but no, uh, like you just take that pile driver and you just fall in between the two rings. It's just like, fuck, dude. 
I mean, doesn't he get fucking swirly too? No, that's Urn, where Dustin fucking sticks Urn's he- head in between the rings and just like fucking sticks oh. him down like he's like uh, like a plunger. That's yeah, stupid. Nobody would ever do that in a that's fucking a dusty thing. blood feud. Like, stick his head down the down the crevice. Yeah. It'd be like you're sticking him down a toilet. I'm going to the crevice. No, Charlie, not the crevice. I'm going to the crevice. <laughs> it looks like a comfy place though. Um, but no, uh, Travis, you notice Dusty's, like, weird little short mullet? No, he didn't. Like, he has... So him and Dustin both have weird short mullets. Dustin's hair is the longest I've ever seen. I love Dustin, man, but, like, nepotism is nepotism. He's he's not good here. And I just don't fucking vibe with nepotism, man. Like, I don't know. You hire your fucking talentless kid to do something way too early in their life. Everyone can tell so fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that good. Like, I'll say the best work in this match is when Dustin and Arm were in there by themselves. But, I mean, that's because it's the only semblance of a wrestling match we got the whole time. Um, but, yeah. No. Uh, as, soon, as, soon as, as soon as the singles match ended, this match died. It was fucking done. Yeah. Not to mention we had Rob Parker in this match. Which, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But still, he doesn't bring anything to it. You know, like, no Ming. You know, oh, and Ming is great. And he's, and he's one of the more um, alluring parts of this whole program. Being like, what is Ming going to do? Like, why is Ming uh, dressed up like Curtis Hughes? When's Ming, when is Ming going to wake up? Because, like, every time you see Ming, he's just staring. And then all of a sudden, at the end, he's just going to, like, snap to life and just do karate moves. Like, and to think, though, that this is how Ming got his intro into WCW, though. You know, like, prior to prior to the Powers of Pain. Mm-hmm. Or uh, no, the, the, the... Faces of Fear. Yeah. Uh, prior to the Faces of Fear and the Dungeon of Doom. Like, I'm assuming that he was probably in WCW from this point on I would forward, imagine so. You would think so, right? He was in, I imagine he was in WCW up until uh, he went to the WF in like 2000. 2001 would have yeah. been the Rumble. Yeah, it's Haku. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Um, though Dusty's hair, though. Buzz cut. And then like an inch long on the last inch of his hair. Well, man, it was so fucking weird. What better time to do with the 94, though, right? I guess like. So. How many of your fucking friends had a had a, a rat tail or a mullet in '94? Yeah, at least Mar- one or two. Right? Martin Del Rey had one. <sighs> Martin Del Rey is everyone's friend, Tyler. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but yeah, no, Dusty attacks uh, everyone uh, uh, with uh, bionic elbows. Once he enters the match, um, he would put the Colonel Rob Parker into a figure four. Everybody would drop elbows onto Parker's weak heart. Because uh, that's the thing that he claims. And they didn't stop. And they replayed it and they're like, take a look at this guy getting elbows on his fucking weak heart. Yeah, like, get a load of this loser. Hey? Yeah, let's kill hope an old man. Hope you fucking die, you old fuck. Yeah, yeah, I hope these guys killed this old man. It's like, Jesus you imagine Christ. they did that with Jerry Lawler? Just like, take a look at Dolph Ziggler hitting this man's heart multiple times until yeah. he has a heart attack. Now li- listen to the moment where he almost dies on TV. <laughs> Yeah, he snored. Yes, he did. That's what happened, too. I thought it was like a moan. Oh, no, yeah. No, it's a snore. He just fucking passes out, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, I still remember watching that live, man. That was wild. Yeah, that was that was odd, hey? That was a weird night. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. That was, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely different. Um, you yeah, review no. it? No, <laughs> no, it's like over the edge. Yeah, let's go review over the edge. Now people have done it, and I don't understand why. I don't either. Why? Why? So you just be sad? It's not a good show. It's no. fucking terrible to everybody, watch. Everybody's fucking in you a You want to watch Jeff Jarrett cry? You want to see The Undertaker shaking up? Yeah. Oh, that's weird, Undertaker's man. entrance is the most weird thing because like he's just not there. You know what I mean? Like, in, in Oh, mentally, man. He's like, he's a fucking doorstep. Yeah, yep. he's just going through the motions. Uh-huh. Right? But uh, Jarrett is the hardest one. You know, like... He's coming to the ring crying. The motherfucker screams his name when he wins the title. Like, screams his name. Shouldn't, shouldn't have ever, ever been allowed to do it. Yeah, wrong. Right? So like, wrong. Vince should have just been like, Jeff, no. No, not not tonight. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, that's a mind frame somebody would be in that could seriously hurt somebody. Oh, yeah. You know totally. what I mean? And, and Absolutely. just to not care is just completely insane. Yeah. Um, but that is Fall Brawl, 1994. There is literally nothing else to say. Uh, we're at a good time, an hour and a half. I'm quite happy about it. This is the first pay-per-view that we've done in forever. So I was worried that we were just going to go on and on and on and on and on and on and on for oh, like three hours. You didn't, you didn't want a two-hour. No, no, no. I'd like to keep it between an hour and an hour and a half. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the the, uh, the ten minutes aside at the beginning where we talked about uh, everything other than what we're here to talk about. It's just, just icing on the cake. Uh, but, so uh, you, you always got to put aside a moment in time where we do not talk about the podcast. It, yeah, it, it it it'll happen one way or another. We're human. It forces its uh its ugly head. Through. It's true. It's true. Uh, but up next on the Federation, uh, we're going to do Survivor Series 2000. Uh, what are some things on Survivor Series 2000? Look forward to Travis. Don't have a card up, nor no. do I really want to. I'm not, with the success I'm not, of Fall Brawl '94. I'm just going to go in and watch. But some highlights would be the main event of Steve Austin taking on Triple H in what I presume to be a false count anywhere match. This is Steve Austin's return to the WF after getting ran over by Rikishi, who did it for The Rock. Did it for the people. Did it for the people. Um, we will talk about the crazy spot that ends the show. Uh, Which when, I don't even remember. So, I'll tell you that. No, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Like, we, we, we gotta... We got to we, we gotta save that crazy spot for the whole podcast. Like, I know that the next month Rikishi gets thrown off the hell in the cell. It's not even about Rikishi. It's Triple no, H. No, I mean, like, that's the crazy we spot. We talked about the spot. You know it. Oh, oh. Mm. Yeah. It's never been done in wrestling before or after. Yeah. So, we'll just say that. Um, Undertaker takes on Kurt Angle. Or is it more than just one Kurt Angle? Is it Karen I, I'll Angle? tell you this. I'll tell you this. It is not his brother that killed the dude. Yeah, it might be Karen Angle. It might be Kurt Angle. It might be Eric Angle. Who knows? I've, I've, I've a feeling it's Eric. And I'm sure that we will see some Survivor Series matches. I'm sure we'll see the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, the Dudley Boys, Crash Holly, Hardcore Holly. Test. Edge and Christian. Have no fear. We got stories for years. <laughs> Twenty four seven Steve stuff. Blackman. <coughs> Steve Blackman, you know, had some some head cheese, some puppies, <coughs> all the two thousand stuff, right? We we don't we don't. Tyler has to like cough in every direction right now. I'm dying. Yeah, I'm dying. <coughs> Sorry, my 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 bowl is cooked. 
And that was a mistake. Just consider next <coughs> week's podcast to be just like a game session of SmackDown 2. Minus the amount of fucking time you have to waste oh, skipping loading. matches. Oh. And the loading screens. But yeah. skipping matches during career mode oh, yeah. to get to yours. Terrible. Yeah, Terrible. Just unlock Michael Cole. Oh, that's why you did it was to unlock Michael Cole. That's fair. I just, I just joking. Joking. I would just like you. You would unlock Michael Cole. I didn't know that. I don't remember unlocking Michael Cole. Yeah, yeah you get Michael Cole as well. No, I would just take. I just went through like eight years of Jeff Hardy on the career mode. I gave him Eddie Guerrero's upper body because I was like, I'm going to change Jeff Hardy's look. He just doesn't wear a shirt. (laughs) Oh, that god awful swanton he had that didn't connect. Yeah, yeah. You know what though? It's no worse. The worst finishing move in any wrestling game ever, in my opinion, is RVD in uh, his first ever appearance, the five star frog splash because it didn't have the automatic pin. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. In, in shut your mouth. Yeah, it did. his first ever appearance. In shut your mouth. Yeah, I don't think so because I remember him hitting that and doing his roll and selling, and I could never get anybody to to take the pin. Because they were already getting ready to get up by the time he was done selling it. I don't think so. I feel like that's true. Man, now I want to play some Shut Your Mouth. Let's <laughs> see if he's got the automatic pin. I don't, they, yeah, because I don't feel like they had any of that in that game. Automatic pins. Like where you can press this button and do the pin. Yeah, but some pin, some moves would lead to pins. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't think that move did, though. I really don't. I really don't. Unless it was something that was oblivious in the game that you could do, and I just didn't know. I don't know. I don't know. But now you've uh, sparked my interest. Yeah. How break, dare you? Break out the fat PS3. Why, do, why is it that it's like every few years i got to break out these games and play them for like a few days, but not enough to like do anything in any of the games? Just, yeah, just to... Just, just, Get it all out of my system. Just enough to say I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Then comes Tony Hawk, and then comes Crash, and then we just start it all over four years later. I mean... Could be worse, uh, but uh, we might as well uh, give out some shout-outs before we leave. Uh, his future so bright is only seven percent other metals: sterling, silver fudge. The uncle calls it right down the middle. Mike, the ref fudge. He wants to call father, but not for a dollar. Trox fudge. Our doe-eyed cousins from down under. Tailor-made fudge. Uh, his nose is always snotty, but don't worry, that's just Scotty. Too hotty fudge. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Searching Federation. Uh, listen to this show every Wednesday, as well as other shows like OGMC and uh, uh, Midnight Mass Creature Cast on the SCL Network. Uh, and uh, just tune in to uh, Jim and I when we uh, review current wrestling on SCL on YouTube Live on the SCL Wake and Bake on YouTube's uh, Noon Eastern. That's what it is. That's the one everybody can do the math for. <coughs> I feel like I'm in that 70s show, Travis. You've made this place completely smoky. It's like the art teacher's office. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I want to show you my Plex server before you leave. Uh, anyways, uh, keep on rocking in the free world and... Doot, doot, loot, doot. Doot, doot.